say I got the city on fire I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie, whoa I'm recording. Nice, dude. It's the official uh, Midsummer Night Bro. A Midsummer Night Bro by William Brospear. William Bro, yeah. Actually, William Shake Bro. I feel like Shake Bro. I like. I like Shake Bro. I like Shake Bro because then it's like you're shaking a bro. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, how um, like bros would like do yeah. stuff and you gotta shake them, shake out of them. Yeah, dude. Welcome to summer. Uh, summer special number four. Number four. There were three of them so before. Special four. Hey. Because you wanted more. There were three of them before, and now there were four. Oh my god, and maybe there'll be even three after. I think we have three more. I think so if too. I, my, my calendar's correct. But this is the official uh, midsummer uh, episode uh, where we talk about our summer. So, Evan, what have you been doing this summer? This summer, I have been back in Michigan. I'm and I've sick. been living. You're calling from Michigan? I'm calling from Michigan. I'm in my I'm bedroom sick. right now. I just got home from work. And it's been great. What time is it? Game time. It's always game time. <laughs> it's always game time in Michigan. You know how we do it. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I'm living with my family, um, which has been great. I feel like one of the things that was really scary to me about going to school in California was I was worried I was going to lose touch with my family or get less close with them. And it's just been great being back this summer because like, that's not true. Like, I feel like I'm closer to them than I ever have been before. Uh, yeah. I've been working in Southwest Detroit being a general head-ass, like usual, and seeing all the old friends and people, and even making some new ones along the way. So, you're in London. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in London at the moment. Um, I'm not at home. Uh, I, uh, I'm working for a brewery here, um, doing a little bit of beer brewing, and working in operations. I'm working for this really cool brewery, actually, that um, brews beer out of surplus bread. Um, so it's like kind of tackling issues of sustainability as well mm. because they take bread that would like otherwise be wasted from like grocery stores or like bakeries, just like random places like that. They take it in for free and then they use that instead of grain to brew beer with. Um, so it's kind of like tackling issues of sustainability in like a new kind of way where like you're making a cool product out of it too. Yeah, such a um, neat, that's such like a neat idea because otherwise it just go to waste, right? Yeah, it's quite Nito Burrito, I would say. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, it's really fun. I like it a lot. Um, I'm trying to, like, make my own flavor. Uh, Wait, what's, what's going to be your flavor? What? What's going to be your flavor? Uh, the idea is to make it, like, pine flavored. So, like, if you think about, like, the smell of pine, like mm-hmm. pine trees, mm-hmm. we're trying to, like, infuse pine leaves and pine needles into beer, basically. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, do pine needles taste good? I've never eaten a pine needle. No, but like we're like we're trying to use the extract that will make it taste like the smell, if that makes sense. Um, and I think we have the taste down, but we just need to make it like have the proper alcohol content at the moment to like be a proper beer. Are you getting people too drunk? No, no, we're not reaching high enough alcohol content. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty, like, variable at the moment, and we need it to be, like, more consistent, basically, like, the amount of alcohol content that it reaches, um, and, like, the hops as well. I don't know. I could get into a lot of the technical stuff, but I won't. Um, but, yeah, so the, the, that's a long way of saying I'm brewing beer this summer in London. Mm-hmm. Just so cool, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. I, I like it a lot. I didn't, like, know what to expect going in, but I just, like, decided to do it, and then it's pretty sick. Was it at all what you expected? Um, yeah, I mean, I did a lot of studying beforehand. I think my experience... Studying. Studying. With quote No, actually studying. (laughs) Studying. Beer is like, I mean, it's like this with any subjects, but like, any subject that you look into or like, think about, like, it's 1,000 times more complex than you think it is from the outside. You know what I mean? Like, it's that with, it's like that with physics. It's like that with math. It's like that with any type of sciences, it's like that with chemistry, it's like that with beer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, y- you could spend a lifetime just trying to understand beer, you know? And, like, it's it's just so, like, yeah, I don't know, it's just so, like, 
it's really just what the, like the amount of time you put into it, right? Like if you take ten minutes, like drink a beer, like obviously you have a slight understanding of it, but like you know, like if you if you read something about it, there's just like every little topic that you come across. There's so much to be learned, and like if any little thing is changed, like throughout the process, like it just changes the final product so much, and that's like it's pretty cool, honestly. Mm. That's actually <laughs> yeah. really cool because I assumed when you said you were doing beer research, that meant something a little different. Yeah, I mean, obviously part of beer research is, like, drinking beer, too, but, like, I don't know, there's so much, like, chemistry behind it, there's so much, like, there's a lot of physics behind it, there's a lot of math behind it, um, there's a lot of, like, agricultural, like, phenomenons behind it and stuff, I don't know, it's, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, it's kind of like making a really fancy recipe, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, it's really, I mean, but I honestly just, like, it's made me realize, like, it's like that with any single topic that you could think of. Like, if you want to become a master of something, like, I firmly believe it takes thousands of hours, regardless of whether it's something that seems simple or seems complicated. Like, if you want to become a master of, like, I don't know, like, tennis or something, like, you don't just do that by playing tennis. You do that by, like, analyzing craft, by studying the history, by, like, understanding the physics of the racket by understanding the way like that the ball moves and that other people react to it like every little thing you can think of has a thousand extra details to it and it's up to you like to what extent you like look at those details that's actually you know? that's actually so true like this summer part of my job is i help take care of a urban garden along with like, along with like a bunch of other stuff but that's part of it and i figured yeah. like that's going to be by far the easiest part of the job you know i'll just like plant stuff and water it it gets complicated like Plants are living, or I think sometimes we forget that like vegetables and plants are living organisms. But like being a farmer would be so damn hard. Like just taking care of that garden is like is such like there's a whole person whose job it is is just like coordinate everything that needs to go on in that garden, and that's that's a full time job. Sure, and like I'm sure you could go about that with the mindset of like, oh, like these are the surface level tasks I need to do of like, you know, shoveling or like, you know, putting the grain in or like planning or whatever. But like each of those little things has like a thousand extra steps that like, if you really understood it, you could do it just slightly better, you know? True. Um, like why, yeah. like why are we pruning tomatoes? Like how, how does that even work? You know? Yeah, exactly. And what is, a, what does pruning even mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Facts. it's an, an important question. Uh, but yeah, anyways, that's what I'm doing this summer. Spend a lot of time like around Europe and stuff too. Um, just like traveling a little bit, and yeah, I don't know. London's really sick. It's it's really cool. <laughs> I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm so glad yeah. you got to have that experience. Thanks, bro. You too. I mean, I feel like we've had very different summer experiences so far. Yeah, I'd say. So. I feel like yours has been like. Like, mine's been really fun, but it's been fun in ways that I think I expected. I feel like yours has been more just, like, unexpected fun, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think so, too. I think most of the experience I've had, especially, like, in different countries and stuff, have been pretty unexpected. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of things go really well and a lot of things go bad. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's life, life is sick, dude. Life is really sick. What have been your highlights so far? Um, okay, should we do top three highlights? Let's do top three highlights. <laughs> okay, let's trade back and forth because I don't, I can't write off three off the top of my head. Okay, um, so. Okay, number one would be... Three hours later. Uh, uh, number one would probably be, oh, number one would definitely be the fa- festival, the running of the bulls in, like, mm. the bull festival in... Uh, Pamplona that I went to. It was Didn't you almost so get sick. killed? Didn't you almost get killed? No, I was fine. Um, but the festival was so sick. Um, just like I, I think it's one thing I love about Europe is like I think people just like have an extra reserve of energy that exists here that doesn't exist in the U.S. Uh, where like just an entire festival or like an entire city. This was in Pamplona in like northeastern Spain. An entire city of people, like from ages like sixteen to like eighty, which just spent like seven days or like eight days, just like partying for like tw- like literally like sixteen hours. A eight day or days. Like that. Yeah, like That's something crazy. like that. And like it's just so beautiful to see. Like, like I think in the U.S. it's maybe like 
I don't know, you know, like, young people will go out or whatever, and, like, they're kind of disdained by, like, the rest of the country of, like, you know, those are these youngins, like, acting like fools or whatever. Hmm. But, like, I, it's just so sick. Like, it was just Did you see, like, community. a lot of old people partying? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, it was just this community of, like, and, like, literally everybody just, like, going out, having a good time, like, all together. Um, so I think my number one highlight would be Pamplona. And, like, there's a lot of details about that that I'll keep to myself. But, like, it was just, like, such a sick time. Like, the, like, the, the best night we were there, I think, we were staying with these people on a sunflower farm, actually. Um, and they took us in. We went to a bullfight. And then we just we spent the whole night out with them for, like, probably, like, I don't know, 14 hours straight. Um, and it was just such a beautiful experience of, like, I don't know, I felt like I kind of understood their culture a little bit within, like, a really small amount of time, just because, like, the people there that I was with and, like, the people that we met were, like, so open, you know? Espanol es mejor ahora? Sí, sí, yo soy fluido en español. No sé, no sé, no sé si eso es verdad. Sí, soy fluido, es verdad. Porque es fluente y no fluido. Creo. Sí. Sí, sí. Um, but actually, that was a funny thing. I think the more tired I got, um, the better my Spanish got. Like, the later at night it was. The I later was at night it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll let y'all fill in the gaps there. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What's one of your highlights? One of probably my biggest highlights um, was I had this one week. I think it was, like, it was the 4th of July week. And... Uh-huh. Uh, my job this summer is I help run a high school internship program in southwest Detroit. Um, and it's funded by the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. So they actually paid for us to basically go take a vacation up in northern Michigan, um, up in a tiny town called Tustin, Michigan. There's like this little like camp type thing on a lake. And it was only the second week of this program, so none of us were super close at the beginning of the trip. By the end of the trip, we were all just super close. And then my family actually came up there after that, and I got to spend a bunch of time with my cousins, too. And it was just, like, it was it was a pretty wholesome week, but it was also just, like, a it was just, like, also a beautiful week, especially because I hadn't been up to northern Michigan in forever, and it's beautiful up there, too. Um, probably my favorite memory from there was um, on the lake we were on, there was like this giant water slide, right? Uh-huh. Like my, I'm like a really, really big water slide, and how big? How big? Like twenty five feet long. Oh my god! And we all really wanted to go use it, right? But the issue uh-huh. was it was owned by this Bible camp, uh-huh. but like Christian, like Christian Bible camp, and not like not like friendly Bible camp either, like. The Are you Lord. saying you hate Christians? I'm not saying I hate Christians. I'm just saying... I think, you, I think you just said it. I said I'm not saying that specifically. But, but in, Bruh. Saying that, Bruh. in saying that, you technically did say I hate Christians. I mean, I didn't really like this particular Christians because when we, we like canoed over there, right? Like we had canoes, so we canoed over there. Okay. And one of the kids got out and was like, hey, you guys, like we're staying across the lake at this camp. We're from Detroit. Nice to meet you. Do you mind if we use your slide? And the one lady was like, I don't know. You'll have to ask Karen. And so she turns to, like, literally this 10-year-old, right? This 10-year-old named Karen. And she's like, Karen, can I use the slide? And Karen was like, no. And she was like, all right, I guess you can't use the slide. I think an important fact that that must be recognized here is that do you ever meet a 10-year-old named Karen? In this day and age, that there's clearly something wrong with them and their entire family. Like, wow, just no, hating on no, all Karens here? Nobody nobody at this age is named Karen. Like, Karen is a name that was, like, from the 70s. One of my friends who I met this summer is named Karen. What are you talking about? I mean, that definitely says something about their family. Nah, she's like... <laughs> they're, old, they're old-fashioned. Her family is not... Uh, maybe they are. Actually... I'm just saying, Karen is not a modern name. It's, a, it's an old-fashioned name. Like, no, I'm not hating on anybody who's named Karen, but, like... Names come, names come in waves. So, like, Evan used to be an old-fashioned name, but Evan's back in style now. Dude, uh, I don't know about that. But There's Evans yeah. everywhere. My boss's yeah, boyfriend no, is I named agree. Evan. I'm I named agree, Evan. But, but Evan wasn't That's two Evans. Name. What? Evan was, Evan's, like, a pretty modern name. Really? Nah, it's, yeah. a, it's old school. 
Okay, find me an 80-year-old named Evan. Evan's from, like, the 1500s. I'm talking, like, long game here. I'm not talking, like... I'm not talking, like, 80 years ago. I'm talking, like, 400 years ago. When everyone in, like, Ireland or whatever was named Evan. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But when things come in waves in periods of, like, 500 years, then they're considered old-fashioned until they come back around. And Karen has not come back around. Karen's coming back. Karen's coming back. Dude, you're just defending, you're just virtue signaling right now, bro. I'm doing what now? You're virtue signaling. I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm defending, Dude, I'm defending, I'm defending the honor of my friend Karen Lopez. Alright, so I'm here with my friend Karen Lopez, who <laughs> is a real life person who has lived uh, 19, um, almost 20 years with the name Karen. Yes, yes, that What's is Karen? I. Hi. Karen, how do you feel about your name? Um, I have, I'm Mexican, Hispanic, Latina, whatever you'd like to call me. And I have one of the whitest names on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> um, True. Uh, I know a little history on my name. Uh, I know that my name was very popular in, in 1965. It was the third most popular girl's name. So uh, there's a, a lot of old white ladies with my name out there right now. True, true. Um, what else? What, How do you feel about like living living your life with your name? Uh, living my life with my name. Well, I feel like my name really does define who I am. I am a I'm a nice person. Karen cares. You know, Karen cares. Hey. You already know. Uh, I know my name means like pure. And when I think of pure, I think of white. And when I think of white, I think it's like like an honest. Like innocent color, I don't know. I'm not that innocent, but I am honest. <laughs> I'm honest. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm a nice person. Mm-hmm. I care. I, I think agree. a little too much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting the feels a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else can I say? Sharing is Karen. Okay, you true, heard. True, true. <laughs> you heard it here first. Sharing is Karen. Thanks so much, Karen. No, you're literally just being politically correct. Nah, how am I being politically correct? Because uh, you refuse to recognize something that's true when you re- because you realize it might offend a small percentage of people who could be passionate about the name Karen. Nah, I just like the name Karen. Karen's a cool name. Bullshit. No, you're bullshit. No one has ever thought Karen was a cool name. Because it's like, think about it, right? Like, Karen. Bro, it sounds like Karen. Karen sounds like Karen. You're so foolish. What do you mean? Karen sounds like Karen. Dude, you're literally so full of shit. Like, like, I appreciate your intent to be politically correct, but it's just like, it's so, it's so blatantly false. Wow, you you really pulled out the political correctness card. Dude, that's because you're just being politically, like, I'm going to pull it out. You pulled it out by being politically correct. Nah, I I just defended the name I like. I'm not allowed to have personal preferences. Oh my god. Dude, you are, but it's just, I just don't believe you. Like, you have not offered any convincing argument for Karen. I offered a very convincing argument. I like caring for people. Karen sounds like Karen. Two plus two is four. <laughs> so, <laughs> Evan sounds like Evan. It's such a great name because it sounds like Evan. Yeah, Evan sounds like Evan. That's one of the reasons I like my name. Dude, you're so full of shit, bro. Wow, all right. Let's drop this, but Karen sounds like Karen. Boom. Okay, yeah, obviously it sounds like caring. That's not the controversial part. You don't like, Sammy part. doesn't like caring for people, I guess. Dude, no, that's just not <laughs> like it at all. Right? You're, just, you're just offering ad hominem attacks to, to make up for your vacated lack of an argument. My vacated argument, I said this, I stuck on my argument the whole time. You're What, that Karen sounds like Karen? Yeah, yeah Karen sounds like Karen. It's quite a hot take. That You know what, that's going to be my hot take today. Karen sounds like Karen. Dude, just have it here first. that is actually a hot take. Like, Karen is, is just, it just is an old-fashioned name. Like, that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. But just because something is old-fashioned doesn't mean Dude, that it's just invalid. Stop, just stop virtue signaling. This is making me sick. All right, fine. I'll stop. Karen sounds like Karen. You just, like, <laughs> have an opinion that is not politically correct one time. I dare you. Ooh, okay. Um, let's see. I think that I like straws. There we go. Let's murder the baby straws. It's so (laughs) both benign and politically correct all in one. True, true. It'll come up. It'll come up organically. I promise you. No, I do it now. I I can't. I don't. I can't. I. You're so politically correct. It's ridiculous. Ah.
I don't. I can't pull it out of my butt though. It's gotta come up organically. You know what I mean? The name Karen was one of the top ten names for girls born in the United States during the 1950s and 1960s, peaking as the third most popular girl's name in 1965. Since then, Karen has experienced a steep decline uh, of 80 percent uh, from 1960 to 1990. What's its rank now? What's its rank now? Rank. Uh, Wait, what? What happened after? What happened after 1990 though? Because it's 2018. Or well, clearly, clearly, it's just not even worth talking about since 1990. Oh, really, really, really. Well, at least I'm doing the research. Oh my god, this is actually insane. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Uh, I'll send you this link right now, bro. It literally just like, it's just like a mountain. And it peaks in 1960 and then just drops off and stuff. I'm not saying, I'm not saying Karen's like the worst name. I'm just saying like it's not... I just, I just don't enjoy it. Yeah, okay. Well, we can do like, it. I, I know a couple Karens who are really nice. This is not anything to do with that. But, okay, look at the link I just sent you. I'm on, I'm on the website. This is not a ranking. It's just a trend. It's like a trend of how common it is. Oh, boom. It's still in the top 1,000. <laughs> its rank is like... Oh, its rank is 993. No, its rank is 977, but that's still pretty bad. Yeah, that's a little rough. Well, maybe we'll start caring about people again. You know. The thing is, I would care about people, like, regardless of their name. I mean, that's just me, though. I true, guess you true. wouldn't, is what you're no, saying. No, no, I'm saying that by parents Look who's naming... virtue signaling now. Look who's virtue signaling now. You just virtue signaling me. How are, you, how are you gonna have that politically correct opinion, Sammy, huh? Uh, I'm taking over your job of virtue signaling, and I'm going to stop saying what I actually think. I'm just going to say what I think people want to hear. Therefore, I'm not going to offer any interesting opinions anymore. Wow. Okay. I might even just—I might even just change my name to Evan. Actually. You know what? That'd be great. We can be Evan. We can be Evan to Evan. I'll change my name to Kamrudin or something. Yeah. Good for you. Do you know I was going to go by Kamrudin when I came to Stanford, and then I just forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, you just forgot. Yeah, I did. It's not too late. You can do whatever you want now. I could, but now every but now like I know a bunch of people, so I'd have to tell them, and that's a lot of work. Yeah, but I kind of want to change my name, so why don't we just both change our names? What What are you gonna change your name to, Evan? It's actually a funny coincidence. I was also gonna change my name to Cameroon. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no way. Actually, I kind of feel like you're taking it from me. Dude, Cameroon was Cameroon's a great name. Yeah, I agree. It's much better hey. than Karen. <laughs> you know what? I I actually agree with that. Cameroon is a beautiful name. Dude, that's the closest thing you ever had to a hot take. Cameroon, what? <laughs> How do you mean that's a hot take? You just hear the name Cameroon roll off your tongue, and you're just like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm uh, I'm impressed that you don't you're not defending Karen anymore. It seems like you kind of hate the name Karen. Well, I mean, okay, you are right in that I would never take the name Karen, but I do know Karens who are happy with their name Karen. Dude, I, oh my god, stop being so politically correct. I obviously know people named Karen who don't want to, like, change their name. Like, obviously, it's like there are people in the U.S. named Karen. I'm just saying, like, I think I don't really love the name, and I honestly don't think that you love it either. I think you're just saying that. I think the reason I like it is because we had a family friend by the name of Karen. Just associated Karen with, like, being happy. You know what I mean? Just like happy. I know what you mean, but I just don't believe you. No, be like, honest. I mean, like, if you heard, like, your mom's name, like, your mom's name, Dina, right? Like, if you heard your mom's name, you just, don't like... bring my mom into this. I'm bringing your mom into this. You know what? You wanted me to do something politically incorrect. I'm doing something politically incorrect. I'm bringing your mom into it. Jokes that's, on you. No, see, that's further than politically incorrect. That's just, there There are rules to I'm not... Shit. No, but all I'm saying, right, is, like, imagine you met someone with your mom, like... Do you like the name Dina, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, see? Right? And, like, I feel like you're probably more likely to like the name Dina than, like, the average American or whatever, because... What are you trying to say about my mom's name? I'm trying to say you're more likely to like your mom's name than other Americans, because... I don't What's know, Dina's name? not... What? Nina. What's your mom's name? Nina. Nina. Oh, my God, that's actually so funny. Nina and Dina. Nina and Dina. <laughs> they, they should have their own show. Yeah, the Nina and Dina show. You know what? Let's make yeah. it happen. Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> but I, I mean, I like the name Dina. I mean, to be honest, it's not my favorite name, though. Like, 
Is that your is Nina your favorite name? Like just because it's your mom? Nah, but I like it more because it's my mom's name. Yeah, you heard it here f- first, folks. Evan hates his mom's name. No, I lo- my mom was an amazing <laughs> woman. Don't hear on my mom. <laughs> See, as soon as he thinks he might be uh, perceived as politically incorrect, he just freaks out. Nah, I don't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> what voice are you using? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh my god! Uh, my my challenge, my challenge to you, Evan, for uh, the rest of, or the next season is to just be your full, unpolitically correct self. Because I truly believe that people actually aren't politically correct. It's just like a common ground that we like arbitrarily agree on. Hmm. I think my challenge to myself for the next season is to find out what politically correct like actually actually means because you know like people say people say like so much is like politically correct or politically incorrect that i don't even know what it is anymore and then once i do that i'm just gonna start throwing bombs yeah kaboom Kaboom. i'm gonna put in like a little kaboom sound effect here in trouble stand up soldier we're in observation mode yeah, well, you can put a kaboom sound effect for the, if you ever say anything politically correct. All right, you know what? But, I will. But you haven't done it yet, so. Okay, deal. Maybe someday. <laughs> what <were> your, <laughs> that was a long tangent. What were your other highlights? Um. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, number two, I would say, is... Number two, oh, yeah, I, so I just got back. I spent a couple of days in... Actually, the whole last week was probably a highlight for me, um... I spent a couple of days in Edinburgh uh, for this thing called the Fringe Festival, uh, which is like a comedy show, like a comedy festival, um, with my friend Isaac, who I've been traveling a lot with. Um, I said bye to him because he was leaving Europe, um, and then I flew from there. I met my friend Emily in uh, Chingaterra, and we hiked the entirety of Chingaterra, which is like a series of five villages in Italy. In one day, it was like 20 miles, it was really fun. And uh, then a few days later, I went and I traveled in Sardinia um, by myself for a couple of days. And that was super, super sick. Um, so yeah, I mean, I could talk about a lot of stories from that, but I think just like the conglomerate of like the, those, like that, like kind of week of like uh, just like going to a shit ton of different places. And I spent a lot of time outdoors, like in nature, um, I think just felt really, really great. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounded like such a good time. Yeah, it was pretty I sick. saw I saw Emily posted her picture, so I saw a few of them. It looked yeah. like Okay, it. I posted a picture too, but as soon as I posted it, all of the pictures became blurry. I did I don't know how that happened, so I just deleted it because what? they just became blurry. That's weird. Yeah, it was kinda weird. But anyways, it's not about the post, it's about the experience. It's about the memories, exactly. Thank you. All for the- Memes for, uh, the well, don't you? Because you didn't even have a phone for a bit. Because you like got. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, that's another tangent. Uh, basically, my phone got stolen. Uh, just show your highlights, and then uh, I'll, oh. I'll, uh, I'll explain that for sure. <laughs> All right, my second highlight was actually um, this last weekend. Coincidence? I think not. Both had the last week. That's cool. Um. Uh. But I was driving back from work on Friday, and I get this call from our friend Justin, who was flying back. I was going to go, I was actually about to go visit him that weekend anyway, because his family always has like this giant party. But he called me, right, on, at like four in the afternoon on a Friday, and so, or five or whatever. And so I pick up and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, I missed my flight. I'm flying in Detroit tonight. Can you pick me up? And I was like, sure. So I picked him up. We like tooled around Ann Arbor. We went. We went to a steak and shake, and I haven't been to a steak and shake in like ten years. Um, and some dude quit like right when we were walking in. Um, and then like a bunch of the customers like got up and went in the back and like started stealing food. It was like a whole little like riot inside of a steak and shake, which was dude. That sounds awesome. It was crazy. I and then we. It was just like chaos. Like all of this dude's tables just like got up and left without paying. Like someone went in the back and like made herself a shake. Some woman came in from the drive thru and was like, Hey, we've been sitting out here for half an hour. What the hell is going on? The manager just like turned to us at one point and was like, 
hey, it's going to be like 10 minutes. It's going down. And we were like, all right, cool. And then he got to meet all my friends. We like climbed the high school, which was nice. Uh, and then I, we, I went down to Cleveland and they had like 700 people or maybe it was more like 400, like 400 people in their backyard for like this giant block party. Like it was like a block party, but on steroids, right? Like their street, like for like half a mile in each direction was just cars. They had like a valet, they had porta potties. Um, it was cra- It was like a whole event. And the Jamaican food, top notch. That's sick, dude. It was, that a, fun, awesome. it was a fun trip. What kind of food? Chicken and waffles and Jamaican food. Oh. So, no, what is, like, what is Jamaican food? Um, so it was jerk, ch- it, it was curry chicken, curry uh-huh. goat, jerk, jerk chicken, and then they made this, the best part, like, those were all really, really good, but the uh-huh. best part was this rice, where what they did is they cooked the beans, and then they drained the beans, and then they took the water they drained from the beans and cooked rice in it, uh-huh. and then, like, just, like, this beautiful spice blend in there, that's the, I think that's, like, I'm normally pretty militant about basmati rice, just as, like, a cultural pride thing. Um, but that rice, delicious. And probably nutritious, too, to be honest. That's super awesome, dude. That's super fun. Oh, uh, wait, I have to sneeze. <laughs> uh, man, I've been sneezing a lot. You got, I, I didn't know they still had the plague in London, for real. I said, I didn't know they still had, like, the Black Plague in London. Oh, my God, dude. That was such a good joke. Oh, my God. You're so... That's even funnier the first time you used it. <laughs> wow. You know what? I don't need your sass because... No, I'm, not, I'm not being sassy. I'm just... When... I, I got a colleague on your, uh, on, your, on your reusing of jokes. Well, the other one wasn't recorded, so did it really happen? I think not. Oh, it's so true, bro. If something isn't recorded... If it's not on Snapchat, bro, did it even happen? Uh, I guess we need to say it's off of the memes, though. So you write about this one. It's off of the memes, but... I'm, I'm just concerned mem- about my bro, because I don't want him to get the black leg. I just got to make but sure it's not... But if you didn't capture the mem, though, did the mem really happen? So, like, what when we say is it's all about the memes, are we really saying it's all about the actual memory, or are we saying it's about the memes? Because you can save your memories on Snapchat. So maybe that's what we're talking Ooh. about. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We were just talking about Snapchat. You know, like, Snapchat memories. We were yeah, just talking yeah, about Snapchat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. It's off of the memes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, but I actually don't have Snapchat at the moment. I haven't been using it. Really? You just yeah, it? Just does it? No, I don't have any apps because when I lost my phone, I uh, I got a new one, but I forgot my Apple ID. Oh no! So I need to get a new Apple ID. Rip! <laughs> I've just been procrastinating. That's such a Sammy thing. Like, does ninety five percent of the work to like get a new phone was like, oh wait, can't you can't you do forgot my password? You can literally just click forgot my password. Yeah, I guess. What but do you mean, you guess? Like, you can't reset it right away. Like, it just takes time. And you can definitely reset it right away. They have, like, security questions. Yeah, but I don't know the answers. What do you mean? It's like, where were you born? You know where you were born. No, I, I don't. Oh, you don't know where you were born? complicated than that. It's you don't like, know where you were born? My favorite food or whatever. And, like, my favorite food changes. So, like, oh, that's what am I supposed to say? That's true. Like, I need to remember the specific period of time when I put this in and what food I was enjoying at the time. Mm. You know? I feel like you gotta make your security questions ridiculous jokes. Like what? Like, I don't know. Like, what? Like, if one's like, what is your child's name? You could be like, I'm not the father, or something like that. I guess. I feel like that's. I feel like I would just get confused. Yeah, that that could backfire pretty hard. You right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, my third highlight of the summer so far um, would be honestly, I love brewing, and like I think it's just been a blessing to get to learn a lot about that. So I think my third highlight would be like the first time that I got to brew, because um, it was just like so cool to like see that on a large scale and like actually get to do it. And then two weeks later, once it had fermented, to like try something that I had like. I'm not, I'm not saying I created it myself because obviously I was like working with other people but like that I had had a big hand in creating and like putting together and like then it went out to consumers and that's just like a beautiful feeling that's know? amazing yeah that's so good uh, yeah so I think that kind of feeling of like actually just to point to a specific moment that feeling of like when 
like it was like a week and a half later after we had brewed because it has to ferment and like these big fermenting uh, ves- uh, vesicles and like wait you call them vesicle yeah vesicle if you want to talk about disgusting words vesicle is just a disgusting word what's wrong with vesicle it's what it's called bro Science. It sounds like it sounds like popsicle, but it's just not. Okay, all right. Fermentation tanks, I guess you can call them. Okay, fermentation tanks. That's better. Um, but I think that moment when, like, because everyone knew it was like the first time I'd ever brewed, um, and so like my whole team, which is like fifteen people, um, maybe like twelve people, um, all we all like sat down and like tried it and drank, like had it together. It was really just like a good feeling. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, so I think that was pretty cool. Say that's my numero uno highlight. Wow, that's yeah. a strong numero uno over all like over running of the bulls. That's pretty good. I mean, I, I had a lot. I've had a lot of cool highlights to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. Not to flex, not to flex on you. I've had a pretty great summer. I but. mean, you don't gotta flex on me because my third highlight was going to New York and watching Stephen Colbert. So, um, I don't need your flex. I can who flex too. Who's who? Who is that? Stephen Colbert. Oh, so you're just on culture. That's fine. Oh, he does that little show? Yeah, a little show. You know, like the little one. Oh, yeah, he's still doing that? Good for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess everybody has their own thing. Yeah. We have Really Bro. He's got Stephen Colbert's show. Or yeah, the Late it's like, Show. It's the Late Show. That's what I mean, you can't really compare them. It's just like apples and oranges. True, true. But yeah, so I went. I had. I took a trip to New York with my cousin, which was great because it's the last time I'm going to get to see him before he leaves for school. Um... But we got lost in Central Park at night, and we had this thing called a cookie shot, which is like they put, they bake a cookie in the shape of a cup, and then they pour milk in it, and you drink it, and it was amazing. Like, I I was sort of skeptical of it, but drinking milk out of a cookie is something else. Oh, yeah, dude, I've had that before. Oh, really? It's so good, yeah. They're so good. Yeah. You know, they're so good. Oh, my God. I want one. Those are so good. But yeah, that it was just a it was just a great trip. I remember seeing like this one dumbass. We were sitting in the park, uh-huh. and there was like this one dumbass who came up to us, and he was holding like this remote control in his hand, and he sat down next to us, and for the next literally half an hour, he had this remote control car, and he was just like messing with people, right? So like he drove it under this one dog's legs, like through its legs, um. <laughs> And he was, like, making figure eights around people's feet. He would just, like, run it into people. Um, and no one could find him just because, like, he was holding the remote, like, really secretly. It was just really, really funny to watch. That's sick, dude. Yeah. But, no, nah, third highlight was seeing Stephen Colbert alive, for sure. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, do you like Colbert? I like, I like him. He's pretty funny. He's pretty funny. I liked him more before he was, like, on network. Like, his whole, like, you remember, like, that... Like news, like the comedy news show he did. Yeah, like, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I, I, I say I like that a little more because like now he has to be now he has to like censor himself a little bit, but he's, yeah. he's still pretty funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he's probably maybe like I don't really watch a lot of late night, but I think I like him and I like um I like Conan O'Brien a lot. I think he's hilarious. Oh, you like Conan O'Brien? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about Conan O'Brien to be honest. Why? He just, he just never was that funny to me, for real. Are you kidding me? Dude, he's hilarious. I guess, I, I don't really like his delivery. Like, what? I feel like his delivery, his delivery is just, like, so bland. Like, if you're gonna go dry, go, like, all the way dry, but he just, like, sounds bored. Bro, the thing is, he has the perfect mix of, like, it's almost like when you get out of the water, and, like, you're still, like, you're still kind of wet because, like, you went in the water, but you decided to air dry, you know? And so, like, it's that feeling, like, in the summer when it's, like, it's pretty warm out. So, like, you don't need to worry about, like, drying off of the towel. But, like, you're just kind of sitting in the sun. You're hanging out with your friends. And, like, but you're also, like, dry, you're drying off. But you're still a little wet. And, like, that's the good feeling that makes it summer. Like, that's how I describe his delivery. It's, like, it's the perfect mix of wet and dry. Wait. You can't have a wet delivery. That's just not a thing. Well, if you can have a dry delivery, of course you can have a wet delivery. Yeah, but you can have a fat chance and a slim chance, and those are the same thing. Yeah, but that's just because people misuse fat chance and slim chance. If you have a fat chance, you actually have a big chance. No, people use fat chance as sarcasm because they're saying, like, oh, fat chance, because it's like, oh, you actually don't have a fat chance. Like, it's, it's sarcasm. Uh, wait, but, like, think yeah. about this. Like, oh, I guess if you're, like, turning right, like, you know how there's, like, a sharp right? Like, if you're driving yeah. and you're turning right? Uh-huh. Can you have a dull right? 
I think so. I, I mean, I don't I feel really like use can. it, but I, I feel like it would just be like a slight right, kind of, you know? I would say dull right. I feel like dull right is the way to go. No, I'm not saying people say it, but I'm saying if someone said it, you know Oh, what I say it. Dull right? Yeah. You don't say that. I do. No, it's bullshit. No, ask anyone who's driven with me. I've driven with you. Okay, who's gotten directions from me while driving? I have. Yeah, well, I've there weren't any. Clearly, there weren't any dull rights on that drive then. No, there must have been, bro. I've never been. Every drive has some kind of dull right. Like, nah. Yeah? Mm mm. Not that one, because I would have said it. I, I just don't remember that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, people say what, like, I'm down and I'm up, or like, I'm up for it and I'm down for it, and that means the same thing. True. Wait, so wouldn't wet delivery and dry delivery be the same? No. Yeah, definitely not. because yeah, if, if up for it and down for it are the same, then wet delivery and dry delivery should be the same. But you're, you also just said dull, dull right is different than sharp right. Ooh. Just because two things are the same doesn't mean two analogous things are going to be the same. The world is a complicated place. Yeah, no shit, bro. Wow, thanks. Oh my god, that's so, that's such an original take. Yeah. I really appreciate your support, Sammy. I get the feeling that you might be. Did I turn you In your crazy adventures this summer, like, have you had, any, like, even any time to, like, stop and think about, like, masculinity at all, or has it popped up at any of them? Um, I mean, like, you work yeah, at a brewery, too. I think so. it has. Like, I think it's more just a product of you, like, being in Europe, um, like I think, I think, to be honest, this is one thing I actually really like about the U.S. Like, obviously, we're not, I like, we're kind of far behind in a lot of ways of where we should be with, like, I don't know, healthy masculinity and stuff, but, uh, to be honest, I think we're probably ahead of where I've noticed, like, England to be, or, like, a lot of places in Europe that I've been, and, like, I just, to give a disclaimer like I obviously have very limited experience like I've been here for a couple months um and a lot of places I've been I've only spent like a few days so like don't want to feel like I'm generalizing but like I do think that like there is a lot of like hyper masculinity um that exists like in British culture um as well as in like I spent a fair amount of time in Spain as well as in like Spanish culture and stuff um like I don't know just to name a couple ways that manifests like I think homophobia is like super rampant in Spain. Really? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, is that because of like? Does that have to do with like religion at all, or is it just cultural, or both? No idea. I'm not. I don't know enough to say that gotcha. why, but it's just what it's just what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, homophobia, I think, is really big. Uh, like, I think just like classic male roles are kind of big in Europe. Um, I mean, like London, to be fair, is like a lot more similar to, like, the United States, where, like, you know, it is kind of, um, like, progressive in a lot of ways. Um, but I don't know. I just think, like, overall, like, I think it's been realized, like, as much as we could progress on these issues as, like, a liberal segment of uh, American society, which in itself is already small, like, there's just so much of the world that is, like, like very much, um, like, masculine and... Uh, like, male-dominated, and, it, like, to an even greater extent than the United States, which I think is kind of wild. Dude, that's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. what what have been, like, some, like, concrete ways that's, that that's popped up? Uh, what do you mean? Like, I think it's really easy to talk about, like, big trends, but, like, have there been any, like, smaller moments that have, like, made it really clear for you how that's working? Yeah, well, I just mentioned, like, homophobia is really big. Mm-hmm. Um... The way people talk about women, the way people talk about other men, emphasis on like body and like strong muscles, emphasis on height and being tall. Um, I mean, it's not, I, to be fair, it's not like I actually disagree. Like, I think it's, I think trends are probably more important than the specific ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are like countless ways that it shows up as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, agree, I agree with you on that. I was just wondering, like, to get like a better picture of it. That makes sense. That's really interesting. So, like, has adjusting to that been, like, a challenge for you at all? Like, especially coming from, you know, Stanford? Um, no. I, I like, to be honest, like, I think I can kind of adjust to any scenario. Um, but, um, I haven't really, like, 
uh, confronted it at all, to be mm-hmm. fair. Like, I haven't really, um, like, yeah, I haven't really dealt with it or anything. And, like, it hasn't really sh- changed any way that I think about myself, but um, it is just, like, interesting. Like, I don't know, I view a lot of the, like, I like I kind of viewed a lot of my experiences this summer as, like, oh, like, I want to experience as much as, uh, as I can, but, like, I'm obviously, like, I just want to kind of observe and, like, understand things more than, True. like, you know, like, obviously I've experienced a lot, but I've, like, I'm really just an observer in these places, you know? And yeah. it's, like, um, I think that that's kind of, like, I just, it's just, like, a really good learning experience for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. But I do really think, a lot, like, there's huge value to, like, understanding these things, because, like, if I hadn't left the U.S., I never would have realized, I never would have realized this, and I think, um, yeah, and I think as great as it is to, like, like stay like I want to stay in my own community eventually but like I would be doing a disservice to my community if I never stepped out and understood other places too you know mm-hmm. um yeah yeah I don't know wow yeah I'd say for me um I feel like I've experienced a lot through my work um it's a really kind of interesting like there's a bunch of really interesting dynamics at play right because it's in southwest Detroit which is a primarily Hispanic and Catholic neighborhood and those are like and, like, in the neighborhood at, at large, like, I feel like a lot of those same, like, traditionally, like, masculine machismo dynamics are still, like, very much at play. Like, especially, like, even down to, like, the cars people drive or, like, the jobs people work or, like, the way people operate inside of their families. But the office where I work at, um, most of, like, the high school interns are men but all of the permanent staff are women. And so like that usual power dynamic got flipped. Um, and so there's been like some really, really interesting scenarios that have sort of risen out of that. And I think it's been a really good, like, again, like you, I'm, you know, it's not, it's a community that's close to mine, but I don't live in it. And so I've been more of an observer in it, in that situation. Um, but it's just been really interesting to sort of see that dynamic take place. Yeah, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And especially, like, even down to, like, the role of, like, woman farmer, right? Like, which is, like, which is, like, such a rare, like, even today, like, agriculture is dominated by men. And so, like, to have, like, an organization of all women who are farming in an urban area, in like a very non-traditional, but yeah. also like very, like like really really cool way, it's just been super neat to watch, and like be a part of. That's sick, dude. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, really cool. I'd say that's the main. I'd say that's the main way it's popped up for me. Yeah. Do you feel? Um, yeah. Do you feel good about it? In some ways. I think there's definitely been, like, you know, it's a group of, like, seven, like, six or seven high school guys and one college woman who's in this program, right? And so there's, there's like, definitely been some situations where, that have popped up where it's been, like, it's been tough for me because, like, you know, they're mostly Hispanic or black. I'm neither, right? They, they all come from, like, a completely different background than I do. And so it's hard to be able to sort of navigate. Like, it's a, fine, it's a fine line to walk between, like, trying to push for, like, a more, I guess, like, um, I guess, like, a, a more, like, just form of masculinity while at the same time, like, respecting or, like, me, like meeting people where they are, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough balance to strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, always. I think it's, like, it's really just the challenge of, like, being a leader, right? Like, that's the difficult thing about meeting people, I think. True. Just striking that balance. Um, all right, bro. It's been killer chatting with you. Yeah. Um, I'll let you get to bed. I know it's super late over there. But it was great talking to you yesterday and today. Yeah, it's, it's really late. I miss yeah, you, man. Yeah, we need to catch up more. I miss you, bro. I miss you, too. Love you, buddy. All right. All right. Before we before we shut out, I, uh, I want to take a quick opportunity um, I've been uh, on phone rides and bus rides. I've been bored, so I've been uh, I've been live tweeting a fair amount. Um, just want to read you a couple of my favorite tweets. Um, some of these are one from when I was very tired, and so you should follow our Twitter at ReallyBroPod for tweets such as 
Uh, I wonder what Pat Gordon Ramsay was like in high school. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, what else have I tweeted that is fun? Um, I want to meet George Ezra. I don't even remember tweeting that. Wait, why? Because he's sick. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah. Wet feet, wet feet is one of the worst feelings. Um, Not if you're standing in the ocean. Yeah. Alright, bro. Thanks so much for your contribution. Hey, you're welcome. Anytime. Um, let's see. What else is fun? Uh, walking slow through a new place, admiring the things around is a vibe. I don't even remember tweeting that either. Oh, I like this one. Kind of want to do an episode where we just talk about shoelaces. Such a sick invention. Okay, <laughs> the point is, you should, uh, you should drop us a follow on Twitter mm-hmm. and on Instagram because... We are two followers away from reaching 100 followers, and I think that would be a sick milestone. 100 followers uh, gets a shout-out, for sure. Uh, yeah, I guess. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. 100 followers gets something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, something. Maybe mm-hmm. something special. Yeah. Um, also, follow yeah, our Instagram, because no, we're going to be... We got some big things coming soon. Um, we're going to get some merch, so be ready for that. And... Yeah. I'm also going to start releasing, this summer I've been going around my home state and recording some, in, just interviewing people on like their life stories and experiences. I'm calling it the Michigan Storytelling Project. Um, so I'll be posting some updates about that in the very near future. That's so stay, fun. Stay oh, gee, I, love, I, love, I love it. 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 All right. I love, love it. Love it. Love it or leave it. I'll see you soon, buddy. I'll see you soon. Love you, buddy. She said she wasn't looking for nobody But we met and it just happened to be I told her I was on the same wave Don't even know you But we could be bagels from what I could see She said I got a pass and I know that I'm fucked up I got some daddy issues that I haven't completely addressed Things that I deeply regret Love that I'll never forget Exes that mess with my head People that use me for sex I like watching interviews of folk I look up to If I ain't doing that then I be scrolling the gram It make me hella insecure Every photo I pass by But at least I don't gotta face who I really am Damn I need my space every day I need to regenerate I know I'm awkward as fuck But I like me anyway But I've been liking you too I wanna share me with you I wanna share me with you We could get together Get some coffee and some bagels I just wanna kick it with you I ain't tryna change you I just wanna hear about your life And what makes you, you, you Cause I wanna be with you Oh, 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 oh I wanna be with you And I wanna be me I said I wanna be with you Oh, 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 oh I wanna be with you And I wanna be free